I really believe that every day it's a new challenge. It's a new journey. And we, uh, we are very happy and excited of every opportunity that we're getting. Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. On this episode, I chat with renowned salsa star A. Shawnee. In our conversation, we talk about how growing up in both the Dominican Republic and Rhode Island has informed her music, as well as how she stays motivated to create, and what it's been like for her to promote during these COVID times. Hope you enjoy the episode. Please subscribe wherever you're listening right now, as I'll be posting some bonus episodes over the coming weeks. And follow Where the Living Room Used to Be on Instagram for some show photos, flyers, and more from Ishoni's Time in Music. Thank you for taking the time to to come on the podcast, and I'm really interested to learn about your music history. It's really exciting what you're doing right now. Uh, I mean, even right now, I mean, you're joining me from the Dominican Republic uh, with how busy you are. So uh, thank you so much for for uh, for doing this. Thank you for inviting me. I'm I'm very, very excited and happy to be, you know, at your podcast. Uh, this is great. I mean, where the living room used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very honored to be here. Seriously. Thank you. To talk about your your history. I mean, you're in the Dominican Republic right now. That is where you were born, correct? Yes, I was born in the Dominican Republic in the capital, Santo Domingo. And my parents decided to move to the United States when I was a child. And, you know, looking for a better education for my siblings and I. Yeah. And I moved to New York, to the Bronx. And then a year later, my parents decided to move to Rhode Island. Okay. And so when people ask me, where are you from? I said, well, I'm from Rhode Island, but I'm also from the Dominican Republic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because how old were you when you came to the United States? I was 12 or 13, I believe. Okay. And what was it like for you growing up in the Dominican Republic? Like, was music around? And uh, like, is that just part of your your family, part of your culture there? So the Dominican Republic is all about music, Mm -hmm. culture, good food. Uh, Even on Mondays in the Dominican Republic, they will have a celebration. They don't care about the day. They are, we are just happy, you know, and <laughs> yeah, we yeah. don't care about if it's Monday, if it's Tuesday, there's always time to celebrate and have fun. Yeah. So I was, I was, I remember when I was five and my dad took me to this big festival and they had a lot of famous musicians there. My dad was a very important part of my, um, of my career when I was growing up. My dad was always there to support me and um, taking me, you know, to expose me to uh, music and entertainment. Okay. So my mom was the one who was always about education mm-hmm. and education was first at my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my dad was the one who always took care of the arts and entertainment part of uh, the family. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
so you're just surrounded by it. It sounds like that just. Yes. I used to go to radio stations, the TV stations with my dad when I was a child, he wanted me to be involved and Mm -hmm. to have like a role model. And he wanted me to visualize everything, to put everything on my mind. And I remember when he used to tell me one day you will be there. One day, your son will be playing at that radio station. So yeah. he, he always put that on my mind. And that's why I believe that every step that I take, it's, you know, trusting everything that we're doing will be fine. Everything will be good. So we're very, we are, we are very confident about what we do. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think it's because of all the work that we put on and also all the faith that we have on our project. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when did you start singing then or start performing? <laughs> so I used to perform when I was in, in in school, right? And then professionally, we started back in 2017 when yeah. I uh um when I first started with my first salsa single, which yep. was Cambio Dolor. Por and that first single opened a lot of doors for my team, for my, for us, for the uh, for the Eshawni musicians. So everybody was really excited about the journey. Mm-hmm. Then the following year, we produced another song called uh, "Ahora Soy de él." Ahora soy de él. Yo ya me enamoré para tu mala suerte nunca te extrañé. And also helped us to put you know my name out there to be mm-hmm. recognized in other parts of the Dominican Republic not only in the capital mm-hmm. then also helped me uh, with my career in the United States then my music was playing also in uh, in a few radio stations of the United States mm-hmm. so I think it has been an ongoing process <laughs> yeah it's an everyday learning so I really believe that every day it's a new challenge. It's a new journey. And we uh, we are very happy and excited of every opportunity that we're getting mm-hmm. uh, after each song we come with. So and yeah. I'm very thankful of my team, my musicians, my music producer, Wilbert Taveras, my yeah. executive producer, Wilson Soto. Uh, they're putting their heart into this. And mm-hmm. I always say music is my dream. It's also my passion. I I breathe music. I dream about music. Everything I do is with music. So I'm very thankful. Yeah. No, I mean, to, to see the success that you're having, I mean, here in the United States, but definitely in the Dominican Republic, it's, it's, it's incredible. I'd love to get into that much uh, you know, a little bit deeper, but also just, so how did you learn to sing? Like, did you take lessons? Are you self-taught or were you just from listening to the radio or going to these shows or like, how, how did you like first start getting into performing? Well, when I was a child, I used to sit in front of the mirror with yep. a brush, a hairbrush. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Perfect. Then uh, when I was in high school, I don't, I don't know if you had, you have that on my bio, but I went to Juanita Sanchez on, on South Providence, and I used to take piano classes with my teacher there. Then mm-hmm. I received in, uh, 
a scholarship to go to the Rhode Island Philharmonic Music School. Okay, and yeah. I was part of the Junior Providence Singers. I was part of the Providence Singers when I turned 18. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a big uh, lesson for me. Then I was taking private uh, singing les- lessons. And to tell you the truth, I am all, all the time. I'm always learning. Mm-hmm. Every day is a new uh, lesson for me. I have the best professors, the best teachers, because my musicians are all uh, well-known and are mm-hmm. super professional. And I learn from them every day. I keep learning. Um, and there's always time, room for improvement. So mm-hmm. I see my music career as a college, as a university, because every day you're learning new things. And it's not only about music as, you know, the notes or the the pentagram or, you know, uh, like a music school. It's also yeah. about the business. And yeah, sometimes yeah. people forget about that it's not all about the art. It's also about the business and what you need to do in order to keep yourself um, motivated and keep mm-hmm. doing music how, on, or the music that people want to hear. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very thankful about that too. Yeah. I mean, looking at, at what you've put out the you know it's 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 ex- the music is fantastic so yes you're hitting on that but it is well like really well put together from the professional photos that you have and it's just it's very well uh packaged you know like and and you are uh, it seems that you're getting the benefits of that you know like some of your singles have you know, millions of views on YouTube have, you know, like you've charted, uh, I mean, I get like, I'd love to talk about the success you're having in the Dominican Republic, you know, the songs that you have that are, you know, topping the charts down there. I mean, I don't know if, if, you know, uh, and, and that's what I'd love to to share a little bit more about is just people here in Rhode Island, just recognizing that there's a, <laughs> you know, a number one uh, charting star in, in another country is, is living here in Providence, you know? So can you talk about what is going on in, in your, your, in your home country and uh, you know, how they're responding to the music that you're making here in Rhode Island? Of course. So I have to say that not only for me, but for everybody in this world, COVID has been tough and mm-hmm. challenging. And for us to promote our music during COVID time was even harder, right? So yeah, thank God uh, we had to, you know, be nimble and come up with new ideas. And my uh, son, Snake, was number one on the charts for mm-hmm. more than six weeks. Wow. Trust me, was super hard because during COVID time, it's hard for you to promote. It's hard for us to work on music. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to take care of other people. You know, and we don't want anybody to get sick. So, you know, it was tough. Also, we recorded uh, La Vida es Mushulia, the video that has more than a million views on YouTube. We recorded mm-hmm. that video during the pandemic. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew this, but in the Dominican Republic, they had a lockdown after 9 p.m. Oh, okay. And, and, and not like Rhode Island. When I when I was in Rhode Island during the pandemic, we had a curfew, but if you go out, you don't go to jail. Here in the Dominican Republic, at, when we had the uh, lockdown, if you 
trust me, you go to jail. You're breaking that law. So yeah, okay. It was so tough for us to record a video. Uh, everybody had obviously to wear their mask. I was the only one that didn't have the mask on. Um, then it was tough because we wanted people to get home safe before the PM. We didn't mm-hmm. want anybody to get in trouble with the police. So mm-hmm. we had to call the police and, and, ha- and have them, um, escort us to the, to the home. And, you know, it was tough. Yeah, uh, yeah. we didn't want a lot of stuff. Usually we have a lot of people involved in the videos, like the oh, like dancers, yeah. uh, the people backstage. Yes. But this time we had to reach that. Um, I was the one, you know, helping with the food because we didn't have enough people. Yeah. So it was a hands-on deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God uh, we had more than a million views on YouTube. Last week I was uh, one of my singles that was uh, number one on the charts for more than four weeks. I'm sorry for you, lo siento. Goza la vida y de eso no tenga dudas. Porque la vida es muy chula. Ponle color, alegría y sabrosura. Porque la vida es muy chula. Olvida las penas y suelta las ataduras. Porque la vida es muy chula. La, 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 la. Porque la vida es muy chula. <risa> Disfrútala, que la vida es muy chula. Porque la vida We also did... Titanic, which is the song that we recorded with Revolución Salsera, which is a well-known uh, salsa uh, group here in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Did the video with them also during the pandemic. Uh, we recorded for 48 hours without stopping, but we didn't have the police issue because we were in our villa. So inside there, they didn't have the curfew. <laughs> okay. So it was easier, but we couldn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a little so grueling. So it was 48 though, but... <laughs> hours without sleeping. Yeah. And that video also had more than half million views. So we were very excited. And again, mm-hmm. it was tough. It was challenging, but we did it. We made it We, we made it happen. And um, I believe that COVID gave us a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. Everybody, uh, you know, was affected by COVID, you know, in different ways. Thank mm-hmm. God I didn't get sick. But. It was tough for everybody. I mean, the the music industry took a bit hit. Mm-hmm. Um, we, th- we didn't have concerts. We didn't have the ability to travel as we used to travel. And mm-hmm. I remember back in 2019, we had a busy, a, a busy year and we were traveling every month. And with oh, wow. COVID, okay. Dominican Republic closed for four months. And yep. we couldn't come here. So, you know, it was tough. But we mm-hmm. made it happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's uh, just amazing to hear just the tenacity that you have and just the drive that you have. Um, but yeah, I mean, you bring up Snake and the video for that is just super fun. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, post this so that, you know, other people can can check this out. But it's, you know, clips of people dancing to the song. It's kind of has a, a yes. humorous uh, tone to it. Um, but I guess the what lyrics. I wanted to bring up is just that, uh, it seems like it also became 
like a social media hit as well. Uh, and, and, you know, like other people submitting videos of themselves dancing to this song, how much of that was <laughs> planned out? Like, did you uh, like really uh, do a lot of prompting for people to do that? Or did they, they just love the song and saw the video and, and kind of organically did it? Uh, Cause it, it's just cool to see that it just sort of became this, you know, this social media, like viral thing of, of people dancing to snake and uh, sending it your way and, you know, big <laughs> dance groups doing it. And, you know, like you can talk more about that, but it's just, it's really amazing to see the the response to that song. Thank you. I mean, I was surprised with that song because I'm not a big dancer. I'm not a, a professional dancer. And I, when I was recording that song, I was dancing while I was singing. And I mm -hmm. was like, wow, I don't know how to dance. I'm not, I'm not a professional dancer, mm -hmm. but I'm moving. And I feel that if I'm moving, people will be moving too. So, yeah. so when we came out with the song, I recorded myself. I don't know if you saw it on my social media, but I recorded myself dancing. Yep. And I said, well, I don't know how to dance. And I said it in Spanish. I said, I don't know how to dance this, but you can dance this whatever you want. Like, do whatever you think it's yeah, okay. good and fun. This is not about how you dance it. This is about having fun. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of a pandemic, people, sad people were depressed. People were um, super, uh, you know, in a, in a super bad situation because... Nobody knew what was going to happen. And I know a few people of, you know, my, a few of my friends that they lost families. They, mm -hmm. they lost their, um, their significant others and it was tough. So I said, I wanted to come up with something that will bring people a little bit of happiness in the middle of this, uh, this COVID that everybody's tired, tired about that. Everybody's already sick of it. And mm -hmm. I said, let's do something fun. Let's see if people will love to follow this. Yeah, I'll do it myself. I did it, and people continued doing it, sending me their videos, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I didn't know that people were going to follow me. Yeah, and they put it on TikTok. I also put it on TikTok. People were tagging me. Yeah, and they were putting on their stories, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Let's all do it then. <laughs> and then, yeah, people from the Dominican Republic, people from Russia, were sending me videos. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> but I was very happy and thankful because they took the time to record themselves. Mm -hmm. And I know that some people get like shy and they don't want to do it, but people actually did it. And I, I, I was very thankful and excited about it. So it's, it's snake was like a hit for us and more than six weeks, number one in the Dominican Republic. That was a big surprise for me. Yeah. What was the, the first single that you had that charted? in the Dominican Republic. And what was that like for you? Oh my God. The first one was Mas Mala Que Tu. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Mas Mala Que Tu was the first one. And I, I was crying to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. Like uh, my reaction, I couldn't hold my, my tears because I dream about it. Mm -hmm. And I remember that when I was like 10, I remember that I, that I will say, wow, one day I want my son to, to be played on the radio. Mm -hmm. And I, I just dream about it, but I didn't know that it was going to be my reality a few years later. Yeah. So 
the first time that I hear my son on the radio, I was crying. Then when mm -hmm. I realized that I was number one on the charts, I was crying and I couldn't <laughs> stop. And people were asking me, well, why are you sad? And I'm like, I'm not sad. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm crying because I'm happy. And I cannot believe that this is happening to me. Yeah. So it was amazing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I don't know if this might sound like, uh, a little bit funny, but every time, like, for example, I was driving here in the Dominican Republic a few days ago and I turned on the radio and my song came out and can you believe that I got scared? I was like, oh my God. And I couldn't believe it. And I know that my son is playing on the radio, but every time I turn on the radio and it's my son, I get like surprise like it's, yeah it's not something normal Still. it doesn't seem like real to you in a sense like this no, is actually happening no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah no every time I, like like for some people they might think oh yeah they're playing it again but now for me for me it's like another surprise mm -hmm. i still feel that it's a dream I mean, I'm interested to, to hear a little bit more about uh, your experience here in Rhode Island. I mean, you obviously spend a lot of time down in, in the DR, but like, what is it like for you up in Rhode Island? Like, are you spending a lot of time working on music up here or how is, you know, Rhode Island treating you as a musician? Well, Rhode Island is my home. Mm -hmm. um, my license is from Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, some people think that I have a Dominican license. No, I don't. I yeah. have a Rhode Island license. I live in Rhode Island. Yeah. I pay my bills in Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pay taxes. Yeah. Rhode Island is taking and... your taxes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pay my taxes. I have my um um my everyday uh activities in Rhode Island. Like I go to the gym in Rhode Island people. It's not that I don't live in Rhode Island. I got the you. problem yeah. is that I travel a lot. So mm -hmm. people might think that I don't live there. Like in the Dominican Republic, people think that I live here. But no. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but let me tell you, um Rhode Island has been my my everything in music and this is what i mean my first stage was in rhode island the people who supported me first mm -hmm. was rhode island audience so i have to say that the latino community and also uh other communities in rhode island they have been very very supportive i don't know if you uh remember i was part of the levitt m in Woonsocket. Yeah, um, yeah, with Meg. Back in, yeah. Yes, I, I, Meg. Yeah, I saw you play there, yeah. Exactly, for two, I did two years already, and I had so much fun both years, back in 2018 and back in, 20, in this year also, this mm -hmm. uh, past summer, 
we had so much fun. And every time that I go on stage in Rhode Island, I see my people and I see people from other cultures having fun, dancing. That makes me feel proud. That makes me feel that uh, Rhode Island has that little something that not everybody has. Mm-hmm. And and I always, everybody ask, is always asking me, oh, so where do you live? And, and people will say, oh, Boston. No, I live <laughs> in Rhode Island. And because some people don't, they don't know about Rhode Island. And I always mm-hmm. educate my people. I said, no, Rhode Island is the smallest state in the United States. And yeah. the capital is Providence. So I'm always teaching about Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And providing history to the people that don't know. And yeah. I have to say that a lot of the things that I learned about music, it was in Rhode Island. And the experience that I have on stage, I was part of the Providence Festival uh, back in 2019. So everything uh, that I have done in music, it's related to Rhode Island. And, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and, and it's not a secret for anybody that the culture, the diversity that we have in, a, in the small state, um, it's amazing. And mm-hmm. if you want something and it's not in Rhode Island, it's because it doesn't exist. Rhode Island yeah. has it all. Yeah, yeah. We have Dominicans, we have Puerto Ricans, we have people from India, we have people from everywhere. So that makes you have a little bit of everything. So the music that I'm doing, it's, yeah, it's Latino music, but it has something from every culture that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, being part of, you know, I have a lot of uh, friends from India. I have a lot of friends from Guatemala. I have a lot of friends from Colombia. So my music mm-hmm. has a little bit of everything. Yeah, and that that is what makes me feel very proud of when I said I'm from Rhode Island. I I I'm proud of where where I come from. Yeah. Well, we're lucky to have you. I can tell you that much, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's um, yeah. I mean, like what you just brought up, it, it is, it, it seems like it's a very cool and a unique thing of just how diverse our tiny state is, but that can influence even just small pieces of music that lets the, you know, your stuff stand out a little bit, you know, as, as probably as opposed to someone that is, you know, born and, and has, you know, from a certain country or that has a, you know, certain, uh, culture that's there. We just have so many that just here in Providence. Um, but with, uh, with that, like with your music itself, where are you creating that? Are you making that here in Rhode Island or are you working uh, like where are your like producers and, and bands based out of? So my music producer, Wilbur Tavares, he lives in Dominican Republic. Okay. Yeah. But a lot of the, of the ideas, uh, are created in Rhode Island because my uh, executive producer, Wilson Soto, he also lives in Rhode Island and mm-hmm. he's always, you know, with the creative mind and he's always always thinking about what's next. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we think about things. We are in Rhode Island. We call Wilbur, hey, Wilbur, let's record this. Let's do this. And then Wilbur says, okay, when are you coming? And then we're like, we're like, okay, we can be there on Friday night. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. then we just take a flight and we come to the Dominican Republic. And then on Sunday night, we go back to the, to the, to Rhode Island. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, I guess like, it's a, it's a, it's a fun commute, right? You, you know, <laughs> my, it's fun. And my sister told me the other day, she said to me, Hey, 
So it's easier for you to jump on a plane than jump in your car. <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we need to do what we have to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, like, like some family members are like, you don't visit me, but you're flying to like the DR exactly, every weekend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. let me tell you, we actually bought tickets uh, the mm, yeah the same day we were flying at nighttime and we bought the ticket in the morning mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's easier for us to take a plane actually yeah no that's, and that's we cool. love flying we love the Dominican Republic but we also have a lot of th- a lot of things to do in in Rhode Island so that's why we have to come here on a Friday night and leave Sunday night uh huh because I don't know if you are aware of this but don't tell this to anybody. Okay, well, just but I a, also, <laughs> we're, we're, we're recording this just so you know, but uh, <laughs> I am going to broadcast this around the world, but no one is, no one is listening except everyone potentially in the world, but yes, continue. But I, <laughs> but I also work for a nonprofit organization based in Rhode Island. Yeah. And yeah I do a lot of uh, community work with skills for Rhode Island's future. Mm-hmm. And I have the honor and the privilege to work for a nonprofit organization that helps Rhode Islander uh, get back to work, to get mm-hmm. training opportunities. And I'm so, that's something that I'm very proud of mm-hmm. and that it's helping me also uh, build that part of me that loves to you know, work with people and help others. Yeah. Uh, I used to work... Uh, back in 2012 at a homeless shelter in Woonsocket. And that's also a part of me that I like to, you know, keep busy because that's also one of my passion. I I love to help my community and give back, you know. Uh, They give a lot to me every time I'm on a show, every time I'm on stage, they show their support and that's my time to give back. To mm-hmm. be with them, to show them that they can also be my position. You know, I'm the girl next door. You yeah, also yeah. can do whatever you want if you work hard, if you prepare for this, if you, you know, go to school. And I want to be an inspiration for my community, for the youth, for the kids that I, that live next to me. You know, I live in a in a community that they all go to school, they have parents. But they also have dreams. And I was one of them a few years ago when I was a child. And I wanted to be who I am today. So if I can be an inspiration and a role model for them, mm-hmm. I'm more than happy to do it. I'm more than happy to to work and give back to my community. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I did an interview with Meg Rigo from Levinamp, and she had mentioned like that's how you two connected from you know working in the nonprofit world here in Rhode Island, and um, I'm glad you brought that up, you know, because it is just it's an important thing, and it just and you know I'm sure that many 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 more people know you as as the star that you are and have watched your your videos and and dance to your songs but you know just how well rounded you are as as a person um is just an, an incredible piece of your story that I'm I'm happy to to share and and you know it, it just means a lot everything that you're doing for the people of Rhode Island here so uh thank you, thank you. Um, no thank you i mean you're doing an excellent job you know 
broadcasting what we do in Rhode Island and all the stars that we have in Rhode Island, that some of them, they work, you know, uh, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's in, it's very interesting to listen to their stories and to learn from them. There's a lot of people in Rhode Island that are doing an amazing job. But yeah. we don't know anything about it because they work behind the scenes, you know? And yeah. this yeah. is an amazing opportunity to broadcast that. Yeah, that's what a lot of this is, is just trying to kind of shine a light and and let people know if if you're a fan of a certain style of music that you might want to check this other stuff out or just even know that, you know, this is what's what's happening in our in our states and um, just sharing that history. So, um, I mean, I would, before we finish, I would like to thank you for this amazing opportunity and also to say that we are currently promoting a new song that we did. It's a medley of Ana Gabriel, which is oh, yeah, an amazing yeah. superstar from Mexico. And we did three of her songs in salsa mm-hmm. and we're having a great, great acceptance in the Dominican States. So we are currently promoting that song. We are very happy and excited. They can check all my songs on Spotify, Apple Music, on YouTube. They can subscribe to my channel, listen to my music on all the platforms. And also they can tag me if they're dancing or listening to my songs and they can tag me so I can share that on my social media. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely do that. I'll see if I can get a video together of me dancing the snake. I'm sure it'll be uh, <laughs> amazing. <or>, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just have one last question for you and it's a big one. Uh, so you can answer it however you like, but it's how I always finish these interviews is what would you say is your greatest musical accomplishment to this point? Wow. That's a big question. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest accomplishment will be uh, having my songs on the charts mm-hmm. for more than two weeks. Number one. Yeah. And also back in 2019, when I first won the Premios Conga uh, Best New Artist, I think that was a big accomplishment for me. Mm-hmm. I never oh, right. thought that I was going to win that. But it, when I had it on my hands, I was like, wow, this is true. Like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and I was proud and also thankful because hard work paid off. And we we don't stop. We don't sleep. We continue working and doing a lot of things because we want. Uh, first of all, we want to have people enjoy and have fun and listen to good music and the other thing this is my passion this is my dream and my team works really hard to make my dream come true Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we want the people to enjoy what we're doing with a lot of love for all of them so thank you so much again for this and for this amazing opportunity and i hope that we can uh, do another podcast in person. <laughs> yeah. I would love to, uh, connect with you, uh, when you're back up here in Rhode Island and see you perform again. Uh, I mean, yeah, your show is just spectacular. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that and we'll keep my ears to the track whenever you're back here in Rhode Island and performing, but, uh, same to you. Thank you. It, it really truly means a lot that you took some time to come on this podcast and, uh, you know, with the, the, international star that you are uh it just it means a lot to um have you talk about rhode island and uh you know share a little bit about your roots and and who you are 
as a Rhode Islander and uh, the, the incredible music that you're making. So, you know, please keep that up. I, I look forward to the next thing that you have uh, on, you know, down the line and, and just, you know, continue the success and, and, you know, keep making number one hits, you know, you're doing a fantastic job and it's so much fun. I, I guess the last thing I'll say is that um, I do a lot of research for every person that I interview. I basically like listen to their discography, like read everything. And when I was listening to your music, um, my wife is a huge supporter of me, uh, of doing this podcast, but, uh, she has probably not had a better response than to your music. Like she came over and was like, who is this? Like, are you, this is all oh, you're Aww. doing an interview with her. <laughs> and she absolutely like loves your music. Uh, so I just wanted to, uh, share that as well. That's, uh, you know, I've done, you know, dozens and dozens of interviews and, and she, uh, like really responded to your music. So I just wanted to share that and thank you oh again for, um, thank for you. What's her name? Time. Her name is Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Oh my God. Beautiful name. Yeah. And I hope that I can meet her soon. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah thank you (laughs) I will let her know
Peleamos sin tener 